Welcome to Arpini, this is Saratova Beth. Um, here's the question, um, and here and here's the challenge. What do we want to do today? We're in a day of the Rebbe Maharash is in the Sukkot, it's a day of L'Chatzil, we can get assistance in doing things that mean jumping over all the places where we're stuck, and really achieving things that our deepest essence is begging for. You know, we have to we have to understand, we have to assume that Externally, we want certain things, you know, just manage, just survive, just, you know, all of that. But on the deepest internal level, our soul is saying, seriously, oh, my goodness, you have to sell yourself so short. Can't we go for something huge and something that satisfies me? Your soul is saying to you, please go for something that satisfies me. You know, stop doing all the stuff of survival, but do something for me. So... The sukkah is there to do something for all parts of us, but including the neshama, the soul, and the deepest part of the soul. And what does the deepest part of the neshama want? To reveal truth to the entire world, in fact, all the generations past, present, and future, um, in a way that we transform the entire world. The deepest part of our neshama wants to transform the whole world to geula. Simple. No, not easy, simple, clear. That's what we want in the deepest part of our neshama. I want to be a big part of the transformation of this world from Gullus to Gaula. In a very, very real way. Good. Okay. Now, how would I do that? Because the world is, especially now, pretty complicated, pretty dark, <laughs> messy, etc., and yet, at the same time, there's a deep truth embedded in that messy, dark earthiness. In fact, the deepest truth called Yisrano Armina Chayshes, the advantage of light over darkness, the, the light of Mashiach that's concealed inside the darkness of the world. Seriously, that's where it is, yeah. Isn't that weird? Not up in the spiritual world with the Malachim. It's in this darkness of the world. That's where the light of Mashiach is sitting waiting to, you know, trying to come out and fill the whole world. So he who or she who is able to then go into the darkness of the world and reveal the truth, show everybody, look at it. Keep looking, keep looking, keep looking. Look at the darkness, you know, like those those exercises you do with your eyes. Keep looking, keep looking. Do you see light? No, I see darkness. Do you see light? Keep looking. Look to the side, look to the right, look to the left, look here, look there. Do you see darkness? Do you see light? I'm starting to see a glimmer of light. Okay, keep looking, keep looking, keep looking. Wow, yeah, I'm starting to see more and more light. What kind of light is it? Oh, wow, I'm starting to see the light of Mashiach. Good. Okay, now let's let's expand that. We have the ability to do that to the world. Not only an ability. If you can do it, you have. I don't want to say have to. It's a good thing. Let's let's say it in the non-committal way. It's a good thing to do because the world needs what you have. Since you have access to the deepest levels of Tyra, and that, that is the tool that gives you, that is where the light of Mashiach is embedded, both in that struggle of the world and, of course, in Tyra, the light of Mashiach is there. So when you put the two together, you superimpose the deepest secrets of Tyra from Chassidus on this struggle of the world, the darkness of the world, boom, it explodes the darkness. In an amazing way. You're one of the, the fortunate few who has access to that tool. 
And everybody needs you to show them what you see. And the ability to do that today on the day of the Rebbe Marash, it's it's a little bit, you know, it seems like, wow, how would I do that? You will have help from above. But it requires making a firm decision. This is what I want to do. Now, why are we talking about it on Sukkot? Because if you look up at the Schach, the Schach is here to do exactly that, to empower you to do what I just talked about, to reveal the truth of the light of Mashiach being embedded in the struggle of the world. Um, How do you know? It's a fancy name. It's called Makitim Deor Chayzer. We know that when you're sitting in the sukkah, you know, there's a famous vart of the Mittler Rebbe. Why don't certain, certain groups sleep in the sukkah? Uh, what about the halachas? And there's a whole halachic explanation. And the Mittler Rebbe said, Viken men shlafen and dbina. How can you fall asleep when you're surrounded by makifen dbina? In the sukkah is makifen dbina. Something that's kind of up there. You can't quite get your hands on it. And it's really kind of what's embedded in all the details of the world and of life. Again, that light of Mashiach is embedded in it. Now, specifically, the schach and the sukkah is the makif of Orchaiser. Just leave that term for a second. Whatever it is, we'll discuss it very, very briefly, very simply, hopefully, in a second. Whatever it is, if that's what you need, that's what we need. To be the leaders, to reveal to the entire world the light of Mashiach that's embedded in the struggle, in the darkness of the world. Makifim de Bina. Uh, sorry, Makifim de Orchaizer. Because you could say that Orchaizer is, you know, the light that kind of springs back from the world itself. Or Yashar is more spiritual light, you know, the up heavenly spiritual light you learn deep tyra and you plumb the depths of beautiful pure tyra so that's or yashar and you go deeper and deeper into the beauty of the, the the beauty of tyra and it's so clean and pure and holy and the makif part of it is we said makifim the or yashar makif of your or yashar is you can't quite get your hands on it it's, it's over there which means in a simple way Makif of Arbina or or Yashar means in those worlds of beautiful spiritual light, you sense, you sense that there's a deeper truth behind everything. You can sort of feel it, sense it, intuit it. I know there's a bigger picture. I'm learning the Parsha and I can't quite get what all the details are about. I sense that there's a bigger picture. There's some deep truth in there. I don't know what it is, but I can kind of feel it. Why don't I know what it is, but I can kind of feel it? Because it's makif. It's over there. It's out of my reach. So, makif of Aryasher, there's an airplane now going out of our reach over, right? Over the sukkah now is an airplane going right now. Right? It's up there. There's an airplane that just passed by. The airplane is up there. I can't really put my hands on it. I can't reach it. But I sense there's something going on up there. The airplane just went very close to my sukkah, so it's, but it's up there. 
So give us a bit of an understanding of Makif of Aryasher. In those deep spiritual worlds, there's something even deeper and more true, an incredible truth, and I'd like to get my hands on it. Okay. Now here's here's an amazing, here's a nice, a cute, here's a I'm not going to say cute, here's a beautiful secret. Now let's not look up at Aryasher, at that holy light. Let's look down at the world, or Chayzer. As we said, the light that rebounds back from the world. Hashem hid his essence in the very, in the world down here. Not among the malachim, not among the angels, down here. So the deepest truth has to be down here in the world. And you can kind of sense it. When you see the craziness of the world, you can kind of sense there's got to be a deep truth there. But you can't get your hands on it. You feel like, I bet it's there, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't even know how to get to it. That's sort of makat of Archeizer. It's there. I sense it. Maybe all the people in the world sense it. You could go out anywhere, streets of Manhattan, and say, what do you think about the world, world today? Some people might say it's falling apart. And other people might say, I bet there's a deeper truth. There's a bigger picture. God has a plan. It's not just total chaos in the world today. There's a deeper picture and a deeper truth about God and reality and the master plan that's for sure there. I, I kind of feel it, but I just don't know what it is. So you know that the nations of the world are starting to suspect that. And as I said before, you're sort of one of the very few that actually has access to that deep truth. Once they realize you have it, they're going to knock on your door. So, okay, now we know what we're here to do. And now we know that when we're in the sukkah, we have access to that makas of archaizer. What we just said, the truth embedded in the, in the, in the, in the depths of the world. Great. Okay. So here's the quick piece. There's a halacha that says you're not allowed to build a sukkah under a tree. Um, there's, there's a phrase in Tyra, if I, if I can read it. You're not allowed to build a sukkah under a tree. Um, and if you do, that's it. If you make a sukkah under a tree, you're not allowed to. And it's as if you built it in the house. Now, nobody, everybody knows. Like, right? So, again, if you build your sukkah under a tree, it's basically like building it in your house. You're not allowed to build a sukkah in your house. The halacha is, there's no building a sukkah in your house. We know that one. So, why is it building under a tree? Is like in your house. So, the thing about the tree... The tree is all about the, um, the, the saving, the salvation, because the tree is, or makif, and, and as it says, the tree is the makif of our yasha. Remember we said that high spiritual light? The tree embodies that energy, the makif of our yasha. And it says, Vaishana Kakasa 8. Hashem saved and Avram Avinu saved, um, protected under the tree. Right, he made, made this, Avram Avinu was protected, he protected, he made this, this Aishal and people were protected under the tree, etc. And different times in history, 
In Tanakh, we see that Hashem put us under a tree and saved us and protected us. If a person is traveling in the desert, and God forbid there's a dehydration problem, and their life is, you know, being challenged by the sun, and it's hundreds of miles till any water, um, the, the complete difference in whether they survive is whether they find a tree. If they manage to somehow come upon a tree and they sit under it and they have shade, they can be saved. If they're out in the full sun for days and days, you know, it is what it is. The tree is up there. The tree is not a plant that's two inches off the ground. The tree might be five feet tall, six feet tall, 10 feet, 20 feet tall, and it's up there, up there, you know, the one, you can't touch it. You can't touch those leaves that you sit under that, that protect you. You can't really touch them. So we can sort of understand that the tree is Makavavar Yashar. It's that up there energy that saves you and protects you. And that's why the tree is, is in Tyra, is, is connected with that the tree is the, the tree that shades you and literally can save your life is is a, a physical example of that energy of we said Makavu or Yashar, the spiritual truth, the clean, pure spiritual truth that you can't quite get to, but you know it's there. So therefore, if the tree is Makavu or Yashar, that spiritual truth, and the sukkah is Makavu or Chayzer, really you could say. One, they're both makif, makif, makif. One's makif or yasher, the other's makif or chayzer, makif, makif. Why can't you build them together? Put a makif under a makif. But the answer is, you can't put makif or chayzer under makif or yasher. What does that mean? Don't get scared by the term. If you do, it's like you built a sukkah in a house. Because one, the makif or yasher, as we said, enables you to see the deep truth in the beautiful, pure, holy, spiritual worlds. To do that, it's kind of like being the principal of a school where all the girls love to learn and they're motivated to come to school and they come early and they stay late. Everybody loves to learn and you're the principal of that school. And it takes a lot of skill. You're the principal of that school. One day they offer you a job to be the principal of a school where nobody wants to go to school, nobody wants to learn, they'd rather be doing other things. Um, they, they're government, it's, 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 it's quite a group, and they ask you to be the principal of that other kind of school where nobody's on board. It's a very different skill. And they figure if you were good at the school with the, the you know, the easy girls, you'll be good at the school with the tough girls. Mm, maybe, probably not. Maybe not. But here's the question. Which requires greater skill? To be the principal of a school where everybody wants to learn or to be the principal of a school where nobody wants to learn, nobody wants to be there, and nobody's interested? Obviously, the second. They're not in sync with you. It requires a lot of skill to be the principal of such a, a school. So why are, why are we talking about this? The Makif of Archaizer, to reveal the truth in the darkness of the world, that takes real skill. To reveal the truth of the pure spiritual world, it takes 
it's a different thing. It, 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 it doesn't take as much skill. So you know, so which one, if you're going to put the, you know, if you're going to put the tree on top of the, on top of the sukkah, you're putting the easier power overwhelming the harder power, which means basically, to say it in simple terms, as it says in the halacha, it's as if you built your sukkah in the house. What's wrong with building the sukkah in the house, spiritually, not just halakhically? Halakhically, whatever it is. One of the things about the sukkah, again, it's, 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 it's powerful kaifas. But imagine if you put your sukkah in your house. You don't have to worry about the rain. You know, every day we're checking hour by hour now, like, whoa, Friday night, what time is, oh, thunderstorms, no, what time is it going to rain, and, and, and wind. Is your sukkah, can you sit in the sukkah? Will it rain? Will it thunderstorm? Will there be lightning? Will it, there be tornadoes, winds? Will it blow away? You're, you're, it's like, it's like a wild energy in the sukkah. Takes a lot to sit there. It's not necessarily, you know, bright sunny days, 85 degrees every day. You just never know. Nothing too predictable. That's if you have your sukkah outside. If you have your sukkah in your house, a nice little sukkah. You put it next to your dining room table. You put it around your dining room table. Beautiful. You know, or like, for those people, they open a, a plate, they open a hole in the ceiling. Okay, you still have to worry about, about the rain. Imagine if we built a sukkah in the house, no hole in the ceiling. Just a sukkah in a house. Nice, conservative, quiet, menschlich, balabatish. A sukkah, a fargenigan. You have your chicken soup and you have your kreplach and like, hi, it's so nice. How was Yantif? Yeah, very nice, quiet, a little sukkah, the chopped liver, it was delicious, came out perfect, very conservative type of sukkah, if it were allowed. If you were allowed to build the sukkah in the house, very conservative kind of a sukkah, as opposed to the outdoor sukkah which is wild and at the mercy of, you name it. So, and it's not just because of the weather. The kaifas that are given to us, as we said, makif of our chayzer, the sukkah as it's built properly, not under the tree, as it's built properly, is wild and wonderful and incredible and it gives you a kaif that nobody in the world has. It makes you a leader of truth in a world where people are desperate, which is what we were put here to be. That one you don't want to dumb down. Imagine dumbing down your sukkah. Imagine if there were a heter, that if you could build a sukkah in the house and you don't have to have any opening in the ceiling, just a nice little sukkah in the house, and you would you do it? Maybe some people... But it would mean kind of what I call a dumbed-down sukkah. Yeah, sukkah, nice, quiet, conservative. You'll never remember it. The kayach you get in there, ah, nice, sweet. Doesn't require a lot. Doesn't empower a lot. But we're not given the choice. It's not like those who want to build a sukkah in the house are told, sure, go ahead. If you want a more conservative sukkah, you can do it. We're told, you're a Jew? No way. You're not dumbing down your sukkah. 
You're a leader of truth in a world of darkness. We're not dumbing you down. We're not letting you off the hook. You were created for this. No one else can do it. The kaisus, the sukkah, that Hashem wants to give you through the sukkah, and through the schach, the schach comes from the whole of Vita's Yom Kippur. So there's serious power in there. You created that power. It's not like, wow, amazing, where do you get this from? You created it. You worked. You worked yourself very hard. Rosh Hashanah, all of Elul, Rosh Hashanah, Therese made Tshuva, and Yom Kippur. In your Tshuva, to create an energy that then goes into the schach. This is no free gift. This is a gift that nobody else in the world has. You think, wow, how did we get such a free gift? We didn't get it for free. We worked hard for it. All of Elul, Tish, all of Elul in the first half of Tishrei, especially on Yom Kippur. And if you feel that you didn't work for it, everybody else did. We get from everybody else. And there is serious power in that schach, in that sukkah. And we don't want to dumb it. We don't want to dumb it down. We don't want to conservatize it. We want to get it in its full strength. Because the world needs it. We need it. Our souls will not give us any rest unless we go for that. And the world will not give us any rest when they realize what we can do if we don't give them what they need. And today on the day of the Rebbe Maharaj, the Rebbe Maharaj is saying, don't get scared, I'm here to help you. Put one foot and then another foot and another foot. We're going to work together. You'll see. It's, you'll, you'll see miracles. You'll be, you will be a leader of truth in darkness in a way that nobody else can. And you get it from the sukkah. And therefore, don't even think about building your sukkah under, under the tree, meaning in the house. Don't dumb down your sukkah. Take it in its full power. And if you feel like you're not a person who is shyach, is, is, is uh, ready for such full power, Hashem will give you the readiness. He'll give you, he'll give you the full power and he'll give you the vessels for, to go with it. It's a full service, it's a full service operation on Sukkot. You get the light and you get the vessels to go with it. And as we said, if you feel like, I don't like these free gifts, this was no free gift. You worked for it. You earned it. And now you can pay it forward by making that resolution to spend the entire year being someone who brings, who teaches the world the truth of Hashem, the truth of Mashiach, the truth of Tyra, the truth of Gidden, the truth of the world, the truth of who everybody is, the truth of the master plan, the truth of my vibrations, all of that. You're here to teach them that. And you'll get all the help from above that you need. So maybe we be zaycha as we sit in this sukkah, grabbing in these last couple of days the kaychus of makif of archaizer, the ability to do that. And we should find ourselves immediately in the base of Migdash Shlishi, dancing with great, great joy, this is Simchat Tara, in the third base of Migdash. The entire world will declare Hashem Echad, Ushmai Echad. But Yantaf to everybody.